Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 251 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are studying in Isaiah chapters 40 to 49 in the week of uh, September the 19th to September the 25th. Uh, and today we are going to carry on uh, with our learning uh, of Isaiah looking at, and I didn't actually really explain this last week, so it's good that I get the chance now. Uh, we're going to go through Isaiah 40 to 49, kind of chronol- not chronologically, but numerically, um, looking at, uh, first of all, throughout the whole thing about how Jesus Christ can comfort me and give me hope. That's kind of throughout all these chapters, that message. So we'll be on the lookout for that. But uh, in particular today, we're going to have a look at the phrase, thou art my servant. The Lord uses, um, and in fact, I'm going to share this um, quote from the Come Follow Me manual. It says, quote, throughout Isaiah 40 to 49, the Lord speaks of his servant and his witnesses. In some passages, these words seem to refer to Jesus Christ. Others refer to the house of Israel, and yet others refer to King Cyrus, who allowed the Jews to return to Jerusalem and build the temple. In each case, though, you might consider how the passages apply to you as a servant and a witness of the Lord. Um, So we'll have a look, uh, and we'll begin with Isaiah chapter 41 from verse 8, which says, But that thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen the seed of Abraham my friend. So here he's talking to the house of Israel generally and of course this can uh, refer to all of us. It can refer to um, us as as gathered Israel today helping to gather other Israel whether we are Gentiles or Israel we are adopted into the house of Israel Um, and so this can refer to us today and in verse 10 he says some familiar words to us uh, it says, Fear thou now thought, for I am with thee, be not dismayed, for I am thy God, I will strengthen thee, yea, I'll help thee, I'll uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Those of you may some of you may recognise that as some of the phrases from the hymn How Firm a Foundation. Uh, he is the foundation that we if we build on, he is able to strengthen, support, and help us through difficult times, no matter what suffering we go through. And Adele G. Renlund said, quote, God in his infinite capacity seals and heals individuals and families despite tragedy, loss and hardship. We sometimes compare the feelings we experience in temples as having caught a glimpse of heaven. That day in the Provo, Utah temple, this statement by C.S. Lewis resonated with me. Mortals say of some temporal suffering, no future bliss can make up for it, not knowing that heaven, once attained, will work backwards and turn even agony into glory. The blessed will say we have never lived anywhere except heaven. God will strengthen, help and uphold us and he will sanctify us to our deepest distress. When we gather our family histories and go to the temple on behalf of our ancestors, God fulfills many of these promised blessings simultaneously on both sides of the veil. Similarly, we are blessed when we help others in our wards and stakes do the same. Members who do not live close to a temple also receive these blessings by participating in family history work, collecting their names of their ancestors for for temple ordinances to be performed. Close quote. A lot of the strength and support we can receive comes to us today, and it comes as we attend the temple. 
as we take the names of those who have gone on before us who require their their blessings and being able to perform that work even if we don't live in close proximity proximity to a temple preparing those names and providing them for work uh, also brings us healing uh, as we help others and become as saviors to them um, which in turn brings blessings to us we then have an interesting promise in verses 12 and 13 which says thou shalt seek them um, and shalt not find them even them that contended with thee they that war against thee shall be as, as nothing and as, as a thing of naught for i the lord thy god will hold thy right hand saying unto thee fear not i will help thee it almost sounds like that if we embark on and we start to work and become the servants of God as we strive to serve him and those who require those blessings as spoken about earlier um, then those that contend against us whether it is people who cause us trials and suffering or those that cause temptation or difficulty in our lives um, they will be as nothing um, those things will become very small on the horizon because he will support and help us whatever situation you're in right now he can help you Elder W. Craig Zwick uh, said this, quote, It is the wounded Christ who leads us through the moments of difficulty. It is he who bears us up when we need more air to breathe or direction to follow or even more courage to continue. If we will keep the commandments of God and walk hand in hand with him in his paths, we will go forward in faith and never feel alone. Trust in his promise of eternal life and allow peace and hope to distill upon you. When we connect with the author of peace and with his perfect redeeming love, then we can come to know the reality of the Lord's promise. I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying, Fear not, I will help thee. Close quote, quote. This support and strength is spoken about uh, in a number of ways uh, throughout this chapter. Uh, for example, in verse 17, When the poor and needy seek water, when there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers and high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I'll make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. Um, he explains how, in many ways, he will bring blessings to those who seek him and he will support and strengthen us in our times of difficulty and need. Um, we're going to move into uh, Isaiah 42 now and look at verses 1 to 7 and talk about... Um, a different servant, uh, a servant who uh, is very specific. It says, Behold my servants whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirits upon him. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. Um, if we continue on, uh, it says in verses 3 and 4, A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail nor be discouraged, nor have he have set judgments in the earth, and the isle shall wait for his law. Um, and further, uh, it says in verse uh, 6 and 7, I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and I will hold thine hand, and I will keep thee, and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light to the, to the Gentiles, to open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from prison, and then that sits in darkness out of the prison house. So, so many layers and levels of how this works um, for the Saviour. This is speaking of clearly. Um, but this servant is an individual who is specifically speaking about him. There are, of course, elements that we can try and 
work um, into our lives. For example, uh, speaking of the last two verses, particularly the last one, bringing forth prisoners out of the prison, uh, we can help those who have gone before us who sit in spirit prison awaiting um, you know, the, the blessings of the gospel to come to them. Uh, we can be a part of that in the temple and in our own family history work. That is why family history work is so vital and important. And I think that it's something which we cannot uh, not we cannot overestimate or overestimate the importance of. And we need to make sure we're doing. If we're in a moment where we've perhaps not done it for a little while, then get back on it. Because there are people in your family line who are waiting to be brought out of prison. Uh, and it is us, along with the Saviour's atoning sacrifice, who can help that to happen. Of course, our part is very small in that, in that uh, great work, but it needs to be done. Uh, and the Lord invites us to be his servants and to help in that area too. We'll continue with that chapter tomorrow uh, as we bring this to a close. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do join uh, the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Uh, and um, you can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your time, and until we meet again.